This is Kenneth Vigia. One of the most unusual one-off characters that fans fell in love with or love to hate is Brian, the overzealous, overly enthusiastic camp counselor from Camp Wanna Grind a Lot that was introduced in Episode 5. I had only intended on him being a one-off character for our Sickleman saga, but Mark nailed the character and voice so well that we decided to make the character a permanent fixture in Appalachia. In this episode, we flash back just before his appearance at the trial of People vs. Rex Johnson, where he testified. In it, we find out what happened just after he escaped the atomic shop Purgatory and returned to life. So kick your feet up, camper, and study hard for your automotive quilting merit badge, because now begins Adventures with Brian. like I've broken the laws of nature and returned to life. Wow! Smell that fresh air with the odor of sulfur and eggs from the sparkling waters of Crystal Lake. It's gonna be a smell day. (laughs) Well, that sure was a transcendent experience in heaven. (laughs) Now I have all these great scrap kits to help with management of my garbage, and all of these repair kits to make repairing weapons and my dirty scout uniform a breeze. Hey, there's a swell idea. It's a great day for a hike around the lake. I'm going to use these scrap kits to pick up all the litter that defaces Appalachia. It appears that resurrection has caused some disturbance of my digestive system. I'd better skiddly-doo to the outhouse to evacuate my turbulent no-no place. Oh dear, oh dear, I hope I make it. Oh, there it is. Oh no! Now who would hammer shut an outhouse toilet? There we go. Just in time before I had myself a case of the big bad brown. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. I told the witch doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor told me what to do. And he said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. Oh, my God. This is disgusting. Oh, my. Look here, Satan. If I've told you once, I've told you a dozen times. Stop sneaking up on me while I'm conducting my solids. Who's up there? Oh my god, what did you eat? Who is that? Why, it's Becky Watts. 
What are you doing down there, camper? You already completed your recreational sewage spelunking merit badge. What? Why would anybody want to be in this shit? If you're going to use dirty language, then you can stay down there with the dirty things. I, I'm sorry. I want to get out of here. I've been trapped here for months. You wouldn't believe what I had to eat to survive. Wait, how do you know my name? Oh, I don't know. If you have a clean heart with soap and water, you can deal with a pair of dirty hands. And I know the names of all the scouts who attend Camp Wanna Grind a lot. It's the mark of a good camp counselor. But then, you wouldn't know that. You didn't have a good camp counselor. You had that filthy jock joke Chad and his wandering willy. Mama always said, think with your noggin, not your angry purple parsnip. Do you think you can help me out now? You, we don't have much time until the ferals notice us. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Unless they hear a lot of commotion. Can you hurry? I'd like to get this stuff off of me. <laughs> sure will. Lucky for you, I always keep a good bundle of heavy-duty rope for occasions just like this. Prepare for whatever is the scout motto. Hold your ponies, little lady. No need to be rowdy. A good lasso lift knot requires care and precision. In fact, there's a funny little parable that dates back to 1787. It begins with this. Throw it down! Hurry! Okay, okay. But later today, it's going to be story time for you. Okay, sure. I have it. Pull me up. long enough. What were you looking for? An invitation? Patience is a virtue, but proper safety precautions are the job of every good scout at camp and home. Always inspect any rope for proper structural integrity with no fraying that could lead to what? What? What does that lead to? Uh, a bad day? <laughs> That's right. Lastly, when a scout is giving aid, a salutation of appreciation is appropriate. You should say thank you, but we'll work on that. Wait, who is that? Well, hey there, Brian. Ooh, it looks like you hauled up a little mudfish. Phew, hey! Someone needs a good dip in discolored and irradiated water with some Abraxo. Well, hey there, Marianne Belts. What a treat seeing you on this lovely day. I have to say, that stained clown suit really complements your striking facial features. What on earth are you doing back here? Oh, I never left. When I saw those other counselors, no, those hooligans, and the police finally leaving the camp after those zany murders, I thought this would be a swell place to clean up and call home full time. Me and old Nukulele sing Kumbaya by the campfire every night. Well, aside from this boarded-up outhouse, you've sure put in some elbow grease cleaning the bloodstains off the floors and spermatophore ejaculation off the docks. You get a thumbs up from me. Well, I don't mean to brag, but you should take pride in the simple things I always say. Oh, you put the charm in charming, Marianne. Say, who's your little fecal friend? Oh, this is Becky Watts. She was one of our campers, but this smattered silly goose must have fallen into the toilet as opposed to sit on the toilet. I didn't fall in. Children are better seen and clean, not heard, Becky Watts. The grown-ups are talking. 
Sprite. Butts are for sitting, not for starting sentences, I always say. <laughs> You're so right, Marianne. Jesus Christ. Maybe it's not too late for me to hurl myself back in there. First of all, clean up that language. Secondly, how'd you end up down there? Well, it's not like I was diving for treasure. That monster, Susie Davis, and her stupid doll put me in there. She wanted the feral ghouls to kill me. But I guess those ferals don't kill other ghouls. They do violate space and didn't like it when I was making noise. I think there was a lot of radiation down there, though. At night, I glow. I'm going to get that Susie Davis, and now I'm stronger than ever. You do smell pretty strong. <laughs> Another corker, Marianne. Remember, Becky Watts, there is only one person who gets to claim revenge, and he's way up there. Whatever. Where are my parents? Oh. Well, they went feral, so I beat them to death with a guitar sword to the tune of Oh, Susanna. You... you what? Oh, Susanna, whack! Don't you cry for me. Whack, whack! Ferals, huh? Well, it sounds like you did the right thing. You know, Becky, since you are now just a filthy orphan and we won't be hosting any other scouts till the summer, I have a nifty idea. Marianne, or should I say, Counselor Belts, what if we teamed up and went on survival adventures here in Appalachia? We could preach clean living habits, hone our scout skills, eradicate filthy heathen mutants and ferals, and teach little Becky here how to brave this swell new world. Oh my god, put me back in the shitter. You know what, Brian? That idea makes my penny loafers curl. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> Splendid! There was a lot of bad behavior at camp, and not just from the scouts. I myself experienced very unscoutly behavior. Two of the counselors ate me! <laughs> ate me right out of this world. Still, cannibalism aside, it was magnificent to see. I have been looking for a missing link between humans and the Wendigo, and I got to see it firsthand. <laughs> I have a few Wendigo heads for my wall, but those two would really round out my collection. Hmm. I hate to disagree with you, but the act of murder is not very scout-like behavior at all. Oh, Mary Ann, you blushing virgin. I can see why you're confused. While murder is a sin and is explicitly frowned on in Chapter 1 of the Scout Manual, those two are not human anymore, so it's A-OK. -okay. Well, Brian, I think this is an opportunity to teach some good civic duty to young Becky here. What you should do is report those two to the proper authorities. Didn't you murder my parents? You know what? You're completely correct, Marianne. Let's make our way to 50HQ in Morgantown and then see if we can find a working ice cream machine. What do we have here? Oh, hello there, leather-clad travelers sporting cod pieces and welded deadly weapons. How can we help you? Well, it looks like looks like someone took over the workshop. Someone took over the workshop. These here camp. We're here. We're here to take it. Uh, let's see you drop your junk. We we ain't gonna ask nicely. Hey, look at this piece of ass in the clown suit. I've got something for you to honk, love. <laughs> Your use of the English language leaves a lot to be desired, you ruffian. <laughs> Give him hell, Marianne. It's also bad manners to take what isn't yours. I suggest you move along, you cockalorum. Oh, Marianne, that retort is biting. Those are raiders! You guys are gonna die! Well, Becky, as a stalwart believer in purity, I've learned to keep my legs closed and my junk tied out here in Appalachia. Brian has too. 
It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to be a good scout, and we've met a raider or three. If you look closely, however, you'll see from the broken blood vessels in their face and eyes and persistent ruling that they are under the influence of mind-altering drugs that have slowed down their response, addled their brain, and made them neglect their weapons. <laughs> yes, Becky. Look at that fella there with a standard pipe pistol with a shattered grip and fraying duct tape. And that one is wielding nothing but a rusty wrench, which can pose tetanus concerns, but doesn't do a lot of damage. We, on the other hand, have spent the last year diligently saving up our caps and trading wisely. Those weapons will prove no match for my bloodied explosive Gatling plasma and Brian's two-shot exploding handmade rifle, which I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, you've modified to have additional capacity and flesh-shredding ultracide ammunition. Right you are, Counselor Belts. I'm afraid, Becky, these two have bitten off more than they can chew. Enough bullshit. You're gonna die. It's go time. Watch, Watch your, your mouth. mouth. Good God. Yes, he is. So, Becky, shall we go on adventures together? How did you two do that? It's not so hard, really. Brian and I have been collecting and trading perk cards since we met. With the right combination, you can really pack a wallop. It really does take hard work and dedication to get all your scout badges, and you tend to find a legendary weapon or three. And don't forget armor. Indeed, Counselor Belts. There are more than a few armor pieces to be found. Quite a lot more, actually. But the extras you can trade at Berkeley. So what do you say, kiddo? Want to become the first ghoul scout for our new troop? With much spirit and weaponry. How can I say no? Well, that's swell. Shall we start with a song? Based on the smell of this little ghoul, Brian, why don't we start up a spirited rendition of that zany Splish Splash song? Oh, Mary Ann. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Looking for a Fallout audio drama? It's True Vault Escapades! That's right, follow the death-defying adventures of Detective Walter Camry and his vault girl Bunny as they solve the Wasteland's biggest mysteries. From the dramatic Texas prologue to the high-stakes world of New Vegas, Walter and Bunny risk it all to crack everything from murders, slaver syndicates, and corruption at the highest level in post-nuclear America. True Vault Escapades. It's a Fallout show with a detective twist. Look for True Vault Escapades wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.